Hey everybody, St. Paul here. Welcome to another episode of Music on the Run. I'm not even going to mess around here. You know who we got? Hey. Yeah. We got members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're coming up next on Music on the Run. Before we get started here, do me a favor. Wherever you got this podcast, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you have time and like what you're hearing, make sure you write a review. It really helps us get the word out so we can have a lot more people coming to the party. Hey everybody, I'm St. Paul Peterson. Prince gave me that nickname, and I've been lucky enough to tour with people like the Steve Miller Band, Kenny Loggins, Peter Frampton, Donny Osmond, to name a few. And when I'm not playing music, I love to run. And this is a podcast about how we stay healthy on the road, physically, mentally, and with our families. Welcome to Music on the Run. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 57 of Music on the Run. I am your boy St. Paul Peterson here at the beautiful Creation Studios. This yeah. studio goes back over 100 years. My mom used to record here. Steve Weiss is so gracious to let us use the room tonight because I don't have one guest. I don't have two guests. I have three guests tonight, and we'll get to that in a minute. It is finally hot here in Minneapolis, and now we're getting to spring uh, 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 thunderstorms and tornadoes. I was at the Twins game last night. We had the uh, uh, tornado sirens going on. And I know you guys were in your hotel <laughs> and the sirens were going on. Welcome to Minneapolis, by the way. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So the, the gentlemen I have with me today, they are three touring musicians with probably my favorite band and probably your favorite band of all time. I mean, talk about an influence on me and so many different generations. These guys get to play with earth, wind, and fire. Now, two of these guys have actually appeared on Funk Friday. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And we have to get the third, and we will later on because we're going to do a live Funk Friday a little bit later. We'll see if we can fit it into the podcast. Otherwise, just watch next Friday, and you'll see it. Um, Please welcome John Paris uh, on drums. He's the drummer for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Morris O'Connor and Serge... Dimitri Jevic on guitar. Fellas, you made it yeah. to Minneapolis. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and it's not freezing. And it's not freezing. Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, we love Minneapolis. just not January. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it's not January. <laughs> John, you got ties to Minneapolis like crazy. Yeah. And so man. do you, Morris. You have family yeah. here. Yes. yes. I have a brother in St. Paul, actually. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't get any tickets here when I come. <laughs> <laughs> they all go away. They all go Gotta away. Gotta give them up to family. And I have in-laws in, Saint, in uh, Minneapolis as well. Is that right? Do you have any family in Minneapolis besides me? Not that I'm aware of. Besides yeah. Just you, you of Just course. me. Okay, Absolutely. good. Because you're a Peterson now. No, That's all right. Are. That's right. That's what we do to every musician who comes into town. Come on, man. We all become Peterson. Yep. Mm-hmm. So good to see Absolutely. you guys. And thank you for taking the time out. You got a day off, and you said, no, we're not going to take a day off. We're going to come hang That's with Paul right. yep. That's right. Absolutely, That's what we got to do. Without we have doubt. to talk about the, the plan that we almost had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please, let's get it. John, in. Tell, tell him about what you called me. John called me on the phone and said. Oh, man. I was like, okay, we got a day off before we get here, which is very rare. Mm. I'm like, maybe, maybe we can pull off some of this. First of all, I was amazed that you were in town. So we're like, I'm here. Okay, we yeah. gotta go somewhere and crash something because we we you know we do that with jelly bean anyway. Sure. Yeah. So 
because you're never here. So I'm like, let me call <laughs> T and see if we can work something out. So I talked to the fellas first, just in case you would say yes. And miraculously, everybody said yes. So we had three horn players, both guitar players, singers. Everybody was coming out, and which uh, we were talking about earlier too. You know, our trombone player. He's he's like Eric. He never comes out. Okay, we can't get him out. The recluse of funk. (laughs) Yes, sir. So Howard Hughes of funk. Man, when he said yes, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Ah. Call you, you yep. hooked it up, got yep. the club. Through Vanessa, my niece, who and, yeah. totally hooked it up. And everybody was going to be cool with us coming in to crash it. And our front of house sound guy got COVID. Oh, I know. I was so, so sad. <sighs> so sad. We were like, you know, it's like maybe we shouldn't. Uh, uh, we were like <laughs> right on the edge, too, of doing really? it anyway. But, you know, we knew somebody would probably hear Oh, yeah. That we did it and it would be an issue. But yeah, that was going to be, man, that was a dream come true with me. Because we haven't really played together. Well, then since the NAM. But, you know, I wanted to, you know, incorporate everybody. We we are beyond the time to do that. We are beyond. You have to explain to the listeners here. Okay, so you're on the road with Earth, Wind, and Fire. They may not understand. Okay, so so what if somebody gets COVID? Talk Mm. about the pod that you got going on here to keep. The Earth, Wind, and Fire machine happening. Morris, tell us about what that's like to be in that. Uh, well, we kind of have backups, like our house engineer. They, luckily, we have somebody mm. to cover for him, and he oh, stays good. back for a couple of days until he tests positive, and then he comes back out. But we have mm-hmm. to keep everybody separate because there's so much stuff going on. We have six semi-trucks, six tour buses, so if one oh. person gets sick, that money for all of that stuff is... Somebody's eating the cost of all of that, so mm. we have to really be careful with all of that. You, you can't cancel a show. That's yeah. just huge money. This is yes. a business you're running here Definitely. that the Earth, Wind, and Fire is running. Well, we kind of did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Last year. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, I'll, I'll let Serge go. Serge, Serge. You know. <laughs> your turn. What do I do? But I throw it in your lap. Yeah, so. Well, no, just to answer your question, yeah, we have to kind of be cautious. So that's why that particular jam that we're trying yeah. to get together, as much as we wanted to do it, we just thought, you know what, it, just to be safe because if any one of us goes down, it's it, it can cost a show. So it's, oh, yeah. you know, and unfortunately that's what happened last year. That's what John and Morris were referring to. Uh, we were we – were, um, how long were we out for? About six weeks or yeah. more? Yeah, we almost, we, we almost were done. We were, we're right there. The last yeah. four days, we're, I think. Yeah. We, were out, we were out for a couple of months, and just that last week, unfortunately, a couple of the guys in the band got COVID. Yeah. And oh. we, had to, we had to cancel the shows, yeah. So we made up for them. Fortunately, we could do it in February, but yeah. right. um, yeah. we, were, we were one of the lucky ones. A lot mm-hmm. of the tours were basically shutting shop a week yeah. in. Yeah. You know, two oh weeks in, and yeah. then they had to just basically stop. We were fortunate to pretty much yeah. make it to the end. Yeah, you know? yeah. we did good. Absolutely yeah. well, man. Have things for COVID relaxed a little bit, or is it still pretty intense as far as your particular camp goes? Um, I think it's a bit more relaxed. It's a bit yeah. more relaxed, yeah. but we're still yeah. being diligent as far yeah. as like, you know, taking the precautions, yeah. Yeah, for us wearing masks, like, you know, just doing oh, a PCR yeah. test before we go out on the road. Yeah. So Smart. Stuff, yeah. 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 Although, you know, not hanging in rooms with lots of people, mm-hmm. hence not being able yeah. to do that thing. So, yeah. right. you know. But the audience, right. They're yeah. like, what mask? <laughs> <laughs> you do see some with masks, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 you'll see. 
it pulled back. But yeah. Everybody's yeah. tired of them, but man, I think yeah. they saved a lot of lives. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. They saved a lot of lives. Yeah. All right, so we got to hop in here now. Um, because there's three of you, I'm just going to ask some questions of you. John, what is your Minneapolis connection? I think I've known you the yeah. probably the longest. Yeah. So. Well, that, okay. How much time we got? Six <laughs> hours and 42 Let's minutes. Let's go. That's okay. it. Okay. Give me the condensed version so, of your Minneapolis. That's a tough one to do. Okay, so I'll go in as quickly as I can. We were in a band, you know, in Oakland, and um, it was relatively competitive, but friendly competition. We all helped each other out and, yeah. and, and grew. Eddie was in that band. Eddie was Eddie actually, him? Eddie was the leader. I love him. Yeah, so we, you know, we got horns, the whole thing, we stepping in the whole nine, right? So when Sheila left George Duke, now we're talking 80, 79, yeah. 80 right. or so, she decided she wanted to do an R&B version of herself, come out front, mm. And on the drums. So I, I knew who they, all the Escovitos were, because, yeah. you know, I'm like percussion, like, oh, of course, pops. And we're looking at her, you know, fantasizing the whole night. But <laughs> I digress. I digress. Join the club, yeah. bro. So, Join the club. Yeah. I think we're all members of that club. Brazilian Come lover found that album. Was like, Come on with yeah. Ooh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> see, I, I, I remember. I was Yo. like, who is that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And we were in play. competition with each other. But of that's course, another story for all another of us time. were. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yo, she she put her brothers on the case, go around looking for some musicians, you know, and want to yeah. scoop them out. And I saw one at a gig of ours. I'm like, I know who this guy is. Mm. I'm going up to him so they see what's gonna happen. Right. And we're kicking it, and I'm thinking, oh, I gotta pop the question right. And he goes, Yeah, well, man, um, your keyboard player, man, he's really great, man. I'd like to meet him. <laughs> Right, no. I was like, oh, yeah. No. Keyboard player that was playing with us at that time was Cat, Cat Gray. Oh no, kidding. yeah, Cat was, okay. and he doesn't get enough credit. I was, you know, it's ironic we're talking about this now. I was telling the guys that he doesn't get enough credit for like doing this whole thing. So, Cat goes and auditions, you know, tells us gotta go playing yeah. with Sheila Escobedo. Like, of course you gotta go do mm-hmm. that, right? Maybe five months later, he calls me. And Cat, you know, Cat, he don't, he's not, he don't call you to chit chat, you know. So right. I knew something was up when he called and he said it was about an audition for Sheila. I'm like, what would she want me on drums? She plays, he's like, no, it's not like that. She's gonna be out front hmm. singing. Like, I'm like, well, I'll just go audition just to go look at her. I'll just go do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go, right? So <laughs> got up the nerve, went yeah. in. And um, it was cool. I could feel the energy. It was really cool. And uh, got sent home, and nobody called. Oh. So I got impatient because I wanted to know, you know, if right. I if I got lucky, I got to tell these guys. And right. If I didn't, then I go grab my pillow and yeah, you, oh, know, you don't have to help and tell release anybody. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I call Cat, and he goes, "What's going on?" Nothing, you know, all this small talk, and he, hey man, so what happened? You know, it's like, what happened? He says, well, you, you got the gig if you want it. And as he tells me like that, and he cracks up laughing, right? Wow. So that's how that started, you know, because I'd been playing with Kat and I have been playing with her since probably the 80s. We did a showcase for Solar Records. Oh, wow. Okay. And it didn't work out. Right. As well, you know, solar is interesting, but that's a whole nother issue. So when that fell apart, we all went back to doing our stuff that we do. Sheila would actually come hang out and see our band and the whole nine. Right. So now we're approaching like 83. 
mm. calls me out of clear blue sky. Let's go, Yanni. It's on. You used to call me Yanni, right? Silent J. I'm like, what's on? What's up? The record you done. She didn't give me any details. She just went right into it. The record's done. Prince did the record. It's on. We're doing the, rain, the Purple Rain tour. So before that, while I was um, snooping around doing other gigs or whatever, I had um, uh, the guitar player in the band. His name was Romy Giroso that was with Sheila. He goes and does O'Brien by... Uh, via the whispers because the whispers was helping us with sheila's record don cornelius calls the whispers hey i need a guitar player for o'brien calls romy romy calls me for o'brien so i go do it and while i'm in that that situation we he decides mr cornelius who's ever you know one of my mentors i wow. love that man he I, was incredible i'm that. cutting my teeth we're all cutting our teeth out there larry remember larry studios down of there? course yeah larry. We, oh, he was like, Junior, yeah that's right there you go that was Lil's favorite place exactly yeah. so we're in there figuring it all out you know making mistakes or whatever and just figuring out how to record as opposed yeah. to playing live gigs all the time and um don decides he wants to um, signed the band also, aside from O'Brien. So we signed this contract. And if you know anything about Don Cornelius, you don't cross him. Ooh. You don't cross that guy, right? But um, like, that's pretty much the reason why I missed the Purple Rain tour. I had to tell her no. Oh. Because I was not gonna tell this man that I'm um, <laughs> you know, hey, yo, Jay Dunn, Mr. C, check this. No, I wasn't about to do that. But that's the reason why I missed the tour. That, right. Yeah, so I was in and out, and after you know the Purple Rain tour, I got back in, you know, Sheila and we, you know, throughout the whole 80s, you know. But that's how Eddie and Miko got on. You think Eddie would do it? I'm like, yeah, we're not doing anything. We're just playing clubs and making $20 a week. He'll do it. <laughs> so, By the way, that's still days. the same pay. It's still <laughs> same. clubs. That's $20 a week. Yeah. Yeah. You guys get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how Eddie and Miko got into. You know, and I'm just like at home watching everybody do the Grammys and the American Music Award. Because like, I, I was only out for two months, so but I couldn't leave. And I'm right. like, <laughs> but that's how it started. Wow. Way back then. Wow. <laughs> then you went on to play with yeah. Madhouse with well, my boy. There's the other thing. That's, yeah. that's how, well, Levi Eric was a Leeds. part of that band too. Levi was part of our band with Sheila. So at that right, point, right. he was playing bass with Prince, right? Sheila goes, look for drummer, call JP. I'm like, whew, man. Which was really, really heavy because I only had like three days to learn 16 songs with no titles. <laughs> but numbers. That's how that whole thing works. But if you can hang, then they'll know that. That was another ploy. Can man. they hang? Can they learn it fast? Yo. That's, that was a thing. I, man, and I oh, yeah. crashed it and I thought I was comfortable and, until, you know, a guy walks in the room. You know, I'm probably eating a piece of chicken or something crazy, and we're laughing and joking. And Levi goes, like, what? You know, Prince walks yeah, in, right? And I introduce myself and geek out for a minute, right? And he sits on top of the anvil case, and he goes, like, seven. Okay. Ah! 
<laughs> the, song, seven. the song seven. We're yes. All right. Uh, yeah. Every Madhouse record was named yeah, uh, by that small that, a number. detail out. Yeah. Right. So the, the listeners will go, what is he doing? What is he made yet? Thank you. Seven. Seven. So I'm stalling. And this is why I told I told yeah. Serge's story the other day. That's why I love Eric today. He knew I was struggling. Eric Leeds. And Eric Leeds. Right. Okay. Man, I had no mm-hmm. idea what the melody was on that. So Eric starts, you know, he's playing and he plays a melody. Like, okay, I, got I love you, you Eric. That yeah. went on all day. Yeah, got through oh, that one. It just throws up the number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'd be horrified. Yeah, it is right. just a great bass pedal down here. So come on, Eric, come on, Eric. come Eric, on, bro. Yeah, please. And he hooked me up. He did you know, every so time, every all day long. Time. Yep, and then. I got the call that I got that one, so I was really happy, man, wow. about that. It was, but it was in November, you know, oh. out here, and it was snowing this way. Oh yeah, oh, I grew up in Chicago, so I know. So, I, I know you're from Midwest. <laughs> he can, West. He can yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, but that's how all that started for me, man. And I met all you guys, and been loving on me ever since. So I'm so grateful. Yeah, that's, and isn't that fun? How <laughs> friendship can last that long, man. We don't get to see each other. As much as we like, but it just seems like we pick up where we yeah. leave off, and we got that, that music bond that will always yes, be that thread, you know? Yes, sir. That's what's so cool. Morris, oh, okay, God. I'm moving on to you. Yeah. And there's so much more to talk about. We oh, we can do back an around. episode on each one of you, man. Yeah, with let's all this, go. With Patty LaBelle and Eric Benet and Stephanie yeah, Mills yeah. and Bob Dylan. What? Oh, man. Anyway, no. we'll come to that another time. <laughs> Bob Dylan's from here, isn't he? He is. My brother played on Blood on the Tracks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Billy Pete. Yeah. Oh, played word. Right. He played on, on that. Yeah. Oh, man. For his 60th birthday, I got him a platinum record of Blood on the Track. Oh, that's wow. awesome. had to clear it with the, the management, and they're like, absolutely. No oh. problem. Wow. That's awesome. So, B- Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Billy is, uh, is, is unbelievable. He's been, you know, like a mentor to me. Uh, mm. Actually, my brother, but he's a ridiculous player. Oh, so, anyways, cool. you all get yeah. to get to know him. Yeah, yeah. You've been with Earth, Wind, and Fire for how long? Uh, about 14 years now. This guy here called me. Wow. Is that, okay, well, yeah, so tell me about the call. Wow. Tell me about the call. Oh, okay. I want to hear about the call. <laughs> it was crazy because I was... Because you've been with them for, since like, 2001, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Because prior to that, I was with Stevie Wonder, so... Oh, wait, so, wait, wait. We got to go back. Yeah, hold yeah. On. Uh, he, he hold just started uh, Two. <laughs> you played with two of my idols. Like, oh. He said... Killing me. Well, that audition was nerve wracking. Which one? The Earth or the, Stevie, or the Stevie one? Stevie was. Okay, because just give me a little snippet. <laughs> give me a snippet of that one. I met Stevie at a club I was playing in the south of France. And uh, no Nate way. said, man, Stevie loves, because he came and jammed with us. Nate Watts, the bass player, said, yeah. you know, Stevie loves what you're doing. He's going to call you for the gig. You know, he, you know when that chair opens, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is some Hollywood stuff. He's not going to call. Two years later, in 96, he calls me. This is a 94. No. Two years later, he calls me. He said, well, you got to you know, come through. We're going to be at uh, uh, third encore rehearsing. Right. You know, just, you know, maybe you, you just got to turn his head. You, I'm like, I got to turn Stevie Wonder's head? <laughs> really? Uh, yes. <laughs> so I go there. You know, he said, just learn all the stuff with horns. Don't, don't bother learning a Natural Wonder album. So I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna learn a natural wonder album just in case. Because <laughs> they, they had all those accents, you know, so I'm, oh, I'm made sure I learned yeah. all of that stuff. Oh. And I would come in there and we just play standards. I mean, I'm like, really? <laughs> Stevie didn't show up till like probably maybe nine or 10 o'clock at night, and we've been there since 
12 noon, and he'd play some McCoy stuff, and like, okay, yeah, let's, let's do it tomorrow. He, I'm like, really? <laughs> so I was, really? they would say, learn all the stuff with the, you know, mm. you're going to play the guitars and stuff, because uh, we're not bringing horns, we not, may not bring horns out on this, oh, on this run, yeah. and it's like, okay, you know, so I'm, I'm staying up till 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning learning all this stuff. Then he sets down, I played, uh, what song was that? Uh, Tuesday Heartbreak. With oh, yeah. Tuesday and, Heartbreak. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we jammed that for a minute, and then we played Days of Wine and Roses. What? Yeah. He loves, I mean, because the other guitar player was this guy, Rick Zinniger, who played like West Montgomery, Schofield, Stern, Pat Metheny. I'm like, really? Was he testing you today? Was that a test? Yeah, because he likes playing jazz and stuff like that. I think that year, I think he had a mental block on playing Giant Steps. So, you know, he, you know, he had a middle, so he would try, you know, he was going over, I think Ronnie, uh, Rodney Franklin was, was playing uh, keyboards and he okay. was showing them Giant Steps. Mm-hmm. And for the whole year of 98, we did not do one show without playing Giant Steps. No. We did not do a show without mm. playing Giant Steps. <laughs> but back to the audition, yeah. uh, they said, well, look, we get ready to go to Japan. It's not enough time. Maybe you should have learned the uh, natural one. I was like, I know it. <laughs> and they, they called a tricky ending on higher ground. You know that? You're like, he said, okay, that's it. You got the gig. And that's what they said. I was like, <laughs> so I was freaking out, man. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and you said that Lenny Castro was on some of that. Uh, Lenny Castro was later, later, because okay. Lenny had left, and he came. We did, we did a Time to Love tour. We were doing the promotion, and back in two thousand five, and Lenny, we were in Europe and Japan, and uh, we were me and Lenny. I didn't know he spoke fluent Japanese. Oh yeah, <laughs> he took good care of me. <laughs> we were sitting side by side on tour in Japan together, and he knew how to order. Sake yes. for me until wow. I couldn't walk anymore. <laughs> he took me to this place where um, they had this fish and they put it, it was under, the fish was still alive. It was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, and it's like, man, I can't eat that. that, is, that <laughs> and I took a bite, I'm like, man, this is really good. <laughs> it was in Shibuya, I think. Oh, he yeah. took me to this place mm-hmm. in Shibuya. Yeah. All right, so fast forward. We got to get back into okay. fire. So John calls you. We did a tour in 07, and they said, well, we may go out in 08. We're going to do all this, but nobody was telling me anything. It's like, right. Okay, I'm sitting here, and then John called me. He said, hey, man, we in, he, you were in Germany when you mm-hmm. called me. Say, hey, man, the other guitar player, I think he's leaving, and, you know, you should come and check it out. I said, okay, well. And I called Nate. said, man, I don't know what Stevie's going to do. I don't, you know, nobody's yeah. telling me anything. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and audition. I think at the time, um, um, the tour manager for the last tour was uh, he worked security for Earth, Wind & Fire. What's his name? Uh, oh, was it Greg? Greg Coakley. Yeah, Coke. yeah. He was the tour manager on the tour mm-hmm. I did with Stevie in 07. And so he called me and said, man, I was just playing golf with Philip. If you don't come and do this audition, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he could okay. do it. And I'm like, yeah, he's, like he's, he's a good. big he muscle yeah, yeah, yeah. martial arts guy. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, right. I think I will. <laughs> but I figured, I, I said, I'm going to still, I know everybody in the band. I knew right. I know John, I knew Myron, who was musical director. I was his musical director on his first gig with Otis Dan the Knights back in the oh, 80s. Yeah. And, uh, Can we dance and, and, for and, your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he knows it. Sorry. Oh my I, God. Can't, I can't help myself. <laughs> and I knew Gmo, the other guitar player before you got here. We played together with Otis Dan the Knights. No uh, way. And so I said, I know everybody on this gig, but 
I'm not going to take you for granted. I'm going to learn this stuff. I stayed up all night, yep. made sure. I said, well, since Vadim is not going to be here and they got a gig that's coming up next week, I just better learn the show anyway. And I mm. made sure, same thing, work ethic. And right. made sure I learned the whole show. And when I came to audition, I was ready to do the show. You know. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. I get, there's a little thread going through this year. Isn't it? That I hope that... <laughs> These uh, uh, the musicians out there are listening to yeah work ah. ethic <laughs> work ah. ethic yeah that's right that's right this stuff put in the work you're in one of my favorite bands of all time Art K two and the common thread is how you got there is working it out yeah same being a pro Amen. this is every time I mean even before between Stevie and Earth Wind and Fire I played with Gladys and oh. I didn't get a chance to rehearse with her at the time Benjamin Wright was a was the uh, musical director, and he sent me the, the tapes and the charts, and I did the homework, and right. I went over that sound check, did the show, <laughs> and at the time, the bass player, Scott Kennedy, knew some steps that we did on Imagination, no. and he said, do the steps, and it'll, tr- it'll freak Gladys out, and so I knew the song, no so, way. and she's like, hold on, he's new, and he's doing the chorus. Oh, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> but it's like, it goes back to every gig I had to do, the, you have to do the homework, do the work. You know? Yes, put sir. in the work and it's it just makes it easy it gives you peace of mind so you can come more relaxed on the gig because you know what's and going on you can play on. the music yeah. yeah yeah and you can get and you involved can play with that the music. great yeah. music yeah. yeah I mean that wow for sure yeah. that is unbelievable well, we got to talk a little bit more about Chicago in a second oh yeah Serge I gotta I gotta move awesome. over to you let's right. see if I can pronounce your last name again Serge Dimitri Jevic Jevic perfect Sort of perfect. Oh, That's perfect. Thank God for phonetic, you, phonetics on my notes you, here. You forgot my last name, Peterson. <laughs> We're going to take a little break from the interview right now because I want to tell you about a couple of really cool things. First of all, we're having so much fun with our weekly one-minute funk jams called Funk Friday. We've had so many world-class musicians on Funk Friday, including members of the Steve Miller Band, Fleetwood Mac, Daryl Hall and John Oates, Earth, Wind & Fire, just to name a few. You can check that out on all of our social media, but you can also see it on our YouTube channel. I also want to take this opportunity to thank all of our members who have supported us on Patreon. Don't know what Patreon is? Go to www.patreon.com forward slash music on the run podcast. And there you'll get all sorts of information on how you can financially help us produce this podcast. There are all kinds of incentives listed there on the website, and there are many different levels on how you can become involved. We could not put on this podcast without our patrons. All right, let's get back to the interview. Dimitri Jevic. Jevic. Perfect. Sort of perfect. That's perfect. Thank God for phonetics on my notes here. You forgot my last name, Peterson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's my exactly. middle name. I forgot. That's a, that's a given, though. Of course. Yeah. So you're from one of my favorite countries of all time. I love, 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 and have so many wonderful friends in Australia. Tell me about the music scene there when you were growing up. Man, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely amazing. Um, Live music seven nights a week. Mm, you could right. go any venue. There's five bands playing. Yeah. You could stay till <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. It was incredible. And then when I was coming up too, I had that opportunity to do that and work and just 
cut my teeth in clubs and like <laughs> the smallest of venues to, you know, yeah. bigger venues and just, you know, working it out, you know, how it works and the ins and outs of the whole thing and putting in the putting in the hours mm. and all of that stuff. But um, it's really great. It's a great um, uh, a pit of a whole bunch of different things and everybody pushes themselves. It's a small country, you know, right. comparatively like mm-hmm. compared to like America. Um, but there's some quality that comes out and I think everybody is, um, I want to say competitive, yes, in a way, but they just really strive for excellence and and to their detriment sometimes because we have this thing called the tall poppy syndrome where, you know, you can't seem to be doing better than the next guy because they'll cut you down and let you know that you're still, uh, you know, oh. one of us. And it's like, mm. yeah, it's cool. So right. it's a bit detrimental to that. But it's it just, I mean, it does make you want to sort of, you know, For sure, I mean, play better and do all of that because you've got mm-hmm. people breathing down your neck kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But it is healthy and it is great. I mean, I haven't been back for about 15 years. I still really? stay in touch with a lot of, yeah, a lot of friends. And um, I've been living in Los Angeles for the last 15 years. And yeah. last eight of those is hanging out with these, with these great <laughs> fellas. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, it's still great. I mean, you know, there was a, the pandemic didn't help anybody around right. the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, mean, I, I, was, yeah. I was going there once, twice a year yeah. to play. Gotcha. Mm. And that was like, oop. That's yeah, you know. that that sort of stopped, and um, but now it's sort of picking back up, and you know it, it's um, it's you know it's getting back to what it was like. I think everywhere else, but um, it's a great place, man. I'm really happy that I was able to um, cut my teeth there and mm-hmm. learn a lot and play a lot, and um, just I was working a lot. I was very fortunate that I got to a point where I could tour with major artists and do a lot of the sessions and right. all that sort of stuff. And people were like, "What the hell are you doing?" When I when I decided to leave, mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go to America and, you know, see what happens. They're like, what? How big of a jump is mm. that? Uh, did you have to start? Oh, from scratch. <coughs> completely yeah, Completely over. from yeah. scratch. I, I knew nobody. I didn't Whoa. know anybody. I knew a couple of friends of mine. That, and the reason I moved over, there was a couple of my best friends from Australia. They, they'd come over and um, they were doing some original stuff. And I, I, I kind of needed a change. So yeah. it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. But to everybody else back home, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, you're... The gigs are there. You've got your work in, and, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like I needed some more, you know. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, basically started from from zero and just started meeting people. And hey, I can play. Let me let me play. You know what I mean? And then it, how it did you break there. in? I mean, did, were you like setting in places? Were you just being bold and going? Oh, all of the above, okay. man. All of the above, and just because hey. my kids out there, and this is good word for not only her but mm. for every other twenty year old. Musician in I don't care if it's L.A., New York, yeah. Nashville, they need to know. They don't see the end game. No, yeah. For sure, they're they're down here fighting for the every trenches, last yeah. dollar yeah, yeah. to pay their rent. So yeah, yeah. this is really important. Oh, yeah. oh man, it's it's definitely yeah, like absolutely. that. It's it's, it's yeah. very real. I mean, it's like you know, if you really want it. I mean, yeah, there are things you have to put up. Certain challenges, obviously. I know. Mm. I, I felt that you know, coming over, I was selling amps and you know, just trying to pay bills. Yeah. I'm like, I've got to sell gear. I'm at that point, but. Mm. But it's okay. It's just yeah. a bit of equipment to yeah. get you to the next level yeah. and to pay mm-hmm. your bills and it's nothing wrong with working, right? You know, right. so yeah. you've got to do what you have to do to survive. So, but the thing is, yeah, it's just, you know, sitting in or going out where people are like where the gigs are, where the, those people that you'd like to play with or be in the scene that you'd like to work in. I'd say go and hang out at those venues because there's a lot of musicians hanging out. And especially in L.A., um, there are so many great nights where there's all of the top guys playing or girls on a Monday. Mm -hmm. And you can go and check them out and hang out and you just 
you know what it's like. You meet people, you talk, right, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then from there, you know, you sort of got to do, do your thing. But mm-hmm. um, that it's really old school and really back to basics. Yeah, the internet does definitely help. Like, you know, yeah. you can do the whole Instagram thing, you're, you know, doing all this. That definitely helps. Right. But playing in your bedroom compared to playing in an ensemble or, you know For what sure. I mean, that's a whole nother world. Right. Or being For in sure. a studio, you know, with you've never met the producer or yeah. the artist and like, here's the track. Go for Let's it. Go. You know what I mean? Like, it's not intimidating yeah. the first couple of times. Yeah, but, but you've got to do that to yeah. know what that yeah. feeling is, right? Because yeah, when you absolutely. do it at home by yourself, it's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, yeah, it's not, not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. you got to bring your A game to every game. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know, every, a lot, lot of free stuff no at the game, beginning, yeah. too. Hey, I still do it. Yeah. <laughs> if it's fun, I'm there. I'm with you, man. I'm so, really, though. I mean, if it's fun, I would go anywhere with you, knucklehead. Like Dang. this thing we were going to do tonight. Yes, yeah. sir. That was not about the money. Oh, right. That was that's about right. the yeah, love about and the hand, hand and all right. that. Absolutely. Right. So you must have been doing something right because I, I looked at your your resume. Oh, yeah. You got to play with Aretha. Well, I technically didn't play with her. I played on one of her records because she doesn't okay. travel. So you played together separately. Yeah, I, I cut <laughs> okay. it in LA. She At that point before she passed, she wasn't traveling anywhere okay. to do sessions. Everyone came to her. I think she was in Atlanta or something like that. So I never got a chance to meet. I mean, I'll be uh, like, when I got that call, I'm like, I'm like okay, this is going to be the best day ever. Right. Unfortunately, she, she didn't travel. She oh, didn't right. have to. She's Aretha Franklin. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it's definitely a great credit to have, but uh, I ever. just wasn't fortunate enough to meet her. But, um, you know, I would have loved to, but... What about Ariana? Same deal. Really? <laughs> Same yeah. deal. I was working a lot at Brandon's Way Studio, which is Babyface's oh, yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah. So I was cutting a lot of tracks there. And sometimes. Do you know Chris Riddick Tynes? No. Chris is one of the staff writers and producers. No, I know um, uh, Anthony Dixon, Tony Dixon, okay. and um, Paul, who was working. I was getting all the calls through Anthony. Got it. Um, but. So I'd go in there and there'd be tracks. I'm like, I don't know who I'm playing for. Then it's like, oh, that's for blah, blah. I'm like, wow, okay. Um, so so those. Showing up again, man. Yeah. yeah. Showing up yeah. again. That's how we do it. Yeah, you yep. just show up. And, you yep. know, like Morris was saying, you got to bring your A game. You don't know. Just man, like, I was at a corporate gig and I met Calhoun. That's how I got the gig with the Gap Band. Okay. It's Calhoun. I'm like, Calhoun? Raymond like, Calhoun. Outstanding, outstanding Calhoun. You know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he called me for the, for the Gap Band gig. And it's like, just like you're saying, it's like. A game to every mm-hmm. for every situation, yeah, yeah. right? You know. So how did you get the call? Okay, well, now that's tell a me about the call. Story. Funny story. <laughs> you know come on, yeah. Serge. Um, come on, Serge. Yeah. He's gonna wait. Right. You getting the popcorn? Okay. Um, oh God. It's, it's, a, it's not that crazy. It's, it's a really good story. I mean, I was doing a lot of church gigs around LA. Yeah. And I was doing, you know, I was one of the guys that was like, "Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Fill in here, fill in there." And then I got my own sort of chair that I was uh, at every every week. And Myron McKinley, our musical director for yeah. WF, he was uh, that was his church that he was attending, which I didn't know at the time. But mm-hmm. um, so anyway, how we met was his son was about two or three, and after one of the services, just ran up and ran up straight up to me. And just came up to the guitar and started like, so I'm oh, like this crazy. is a cool. So I'm like, hey, hey, kid, I don't know, you don't know. I'm like, here you go. And and then Myron was like, uh, he came up saying, man, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, this is fantastic. You know, I want to encourage mm-hmm. kids to like absolutely right. play. So we kind of met, you know, um, just introduced ourselves and I didn't know what he did. He'd come to services. Yeah. And then he asked me one day to record for him for some session. You know, I'm like, for sure. 
went and recorded for him and then I realised, I'm like, okay, this guy plays. This is, this is not... You had no idea who I he was. I had no idea who he works for. Is that awesome? Yeah. What, yeah. what he did. I was just yeah. like, this is a guy from church. I'm recording for yeah. him, so... Oh, isn't that cute? Yeah, yeah. church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to like, but you know what I'm no, saying. No, but no, but... Yeah. That's awesome. He's a serious player. Yes. I have no idea. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's, he's um, a track record, right? So anyway, we do that. This goes on for a couple of years and, you know, I, well, after the first session, I kind of heard him play. I'm like, Okay, you don't just do this uh, for as a hobby, do you? He's like, oh, no. I was like, who do you work with? And then he told me. I'm like, man, all this time you never told me like that. Anyway, so. <laughs> right. And I was touring with other bands and so I would try and always catch up. I would never end up being in the same city. Anyway, so through through doing some of the services and being at, at, the, at the church for a few years, um, I got back off tour with a band I was playing with, Sugar Ray, yeah. which is a band from the cool. 90s. Um, I was playing with them, playing bass in that band. But anyway, that's another story. Greedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing all of the instruments. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm from Minneapolis. I'm trying to eat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, so I got back from, uh, from a tour. Myron was there. He'd every now and then get up and rehearse and do a service with us. And yeah. um, he just happened to say, hey, um, this was in 2014. After the rehearsals, like, hey, what are you doing on Monday? And um, I don't know what he was asking, but I said, you know, he said, oh, Earth, Wind & Fire is about to record a new record. We're going into pre-production. Can you come in for a day and just give us a hand? A day. Like, a day. Key statement. A, a day. day. Okay. A day, yes, that's yeah. right, a day. So I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course. Like, you know, I'm like screaming like a little girl on the inside yeah. by playing a cool game. Yeah, of course, whatever yeah. you need. <laughs> Don't but you have to I'm put on that cool I'm freaking oh, yeah. out on the inside. I'm <laughs> like... If, if, if that's all it was, just this one day, I would, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I'm like, for sure, no worries. Cleared my schedule. So, um, and I went in and the first two people I actually met were these two guys, believe no, it or not. Is that right? These are the first two guys I actually met. We were still in the car park. Yeah. They yeah. had no idea I was coming we're in. Like, we didn't know who oh, this guy. Who's this guy? Like, so yeah. I'm standing there. Yeah, we're right. all chatting. So we got a new tech or something? Yeah. Or Andrea? <laughs> yeah. So we're right. chatting. Which our next minute's like, okay, cool, guys. Yeah, cool. I go grab my amp, my guitar, and I walk into the room, and they're sort of going like, well, no. See, like when we were in the parking lot, I just said hello to him. Like, why is this guy just standing there by the guitar? What's he doing? Well, right. What's he doing? And I say, hey, how you doing, man? And, and he's the accent. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just walk straight in, have no clue. Right. Go ahead, bro. Sorry. Yeah, so I, I, I show up with my aunt, you know, I do all this, and I kind of get the vibe. Oh, no one knows I'm here. No one knows I'm supposed to be we here. We have no clue. We have no like, who is this? Okay, yeah. this is a great surprise. This is awesome. Yeah. My first day in, no one knows I'm supposed to be here. I'm like, that's, oh. that's not uncomfortable oh. at all, you know. Right. Uh, but it was cool. The, uh, the, it was not uncomfortable. The guys oh, were fantastic. Man. Everybody was great. So... You know, we just hit it off that one yeah. day and basically there was an album called The Holiday Album that I was part of, which mm. was the first ever um, Christmas record that Earth, Wind & Fire has ever done. Right. So there were covers of Christmas songs but done in the EWF yeah, way, right? Yeah. So that was obvious. Um, so went in on that first day, we did it, yeah. we hung out. I was like, oh, you want to come back the next day? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> that ended up being the whole production week yeah. and then that ended up being like, hey, what are, you've done the whole week, why don't you just do the record? Mm. So wow. we ended up cutting the record in five, six days or yeah. whatever. And then after that, Verdeen was like, hey, what are you doing this summer? Do you want to roll with us? I'm like, absolutely. What? Oh, man. So what? I think that was kind of like my audition process because I know yeah. like Morris has got an audition story and everyone else, yeah. but I kind of feel like I never did the traditional sort of yeah. thing, but that I believe that 
that probably was it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Seeing obviously mm-hmm. how we work together. Yeah, we were know. working. We yeah. were like in each other's hands. Yeah. Like, so oh, we man, obviously that's easy to really? play together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so, so you guys hit it off right away. Yeah. And you right right away. Who's gonna do what? Oh yeah. It was right so, it's so yeah. easy. It was no. I think it was right. one time we played the same thing at the same time. Like <laughs> wow, we cracking up. We started laughing. Yeah. Like, wow, we and we had never met before, so it was really good. So the chemistry was great between us, and I think everybody else, and even things that when John would have to communicate to me, oh no, try this or do that, was just like, you know, felt natural, felt really good. So, yeah, but it wasn't like I'd got the gig straight away. I was like, come and roll with us. And then they're probably thinking, well, this guy can't dance or move. He's definitely not going to be yeah. the guy on stage. <laughs> yeah. right. So then that part. I shot him high kicks on footage. <laughs> so right. okay. 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's my signature move. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but then that, that, that was the part that I was like, okay, you know, the music's very important. So when I first started playing and doing the show, it, it, the focus was, the music. Let's yeah. make sure that yeah. that's right. Yeah. And then I'll never forget. I was. We were in Toronto, Canada, and then Philip Bailey was at the rehearsals. Like, okay, tonight you're starting to you're starting to do choreography. This is the first step. And he showed me the first step, and it was the first number. I think we were opening um, with Boogie Wonderland. Yeah, back yeah, we mm. opened with Boogie. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we had to do that line together. Um, like, yeah, there, there's this whole. There was this oh, that's when that was still there. Oh, oh, oh. There was a guitar yeah, feature in the yeah, first song, and there's harmony. this dance, oh. and I'm like, like, yeah, and he's like, yep, you're doing it tonight. I'm like, hey, okay, great. Anyway, it happened. Morris was, everyone was <laughs> right. so fantastic. Yeah, so anyway, it. so it started from that, and then my days off were just spent shedding in front of the mirror doing dance steps. And <laughs> Trust me, I know you that know the deal. Oh you know my God. Yeah, yes, yeah. I was the long, lanky, white dude. <laughs> it, was, it was not pretty. You're right. It was not Pretty, yeah. and they let me know it too. Oh, they let you. They let me know it. You're like, man, what's the matter with you? What are you doing? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Crazy. So I remember in 2010, before I started in 08, but I was just doing choreography and playing guitar. Okay, starting 2010, Morris, we know you can sing. Sing, yes, yes. Sing. I'm like, yes. oh, no, I got to yes. sing and do choreography and make program changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he made his mistake messing around in the dressing room. So, you know, we would just <laughs> throw some old crazy record on and he would start singing. And we're like, damn, Mo, you, you sing like this all this time? Yeah, you're holding so out. So it just turned into a thing and Philip was like, he can sing, huh? Like, yeah. His whole family can sing, but okay. When you see the tongue chewing, it's it's something about to go down. Something's like, yo, he's yeah, his His wheels are rolling. Wheels are working. So he threw it all at Morris. He's gonna sing, dance, and play at the same time. Everything. I said, you know what? This is this is gonna be hard, but once I do this, (laughs) it's in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and you're, you're not you're not stepping back there, but you're you're flying back there. But <laughs> and you, singing you can, and singing too. This yeah. oh, man, he's, he's, he's they let me. You know, <laughs> he's driving fooling myself sure. every now and then. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so, <laughs> so let's talk about the band now. We got to get a very small glimpse into each of your lives, and man, we could talk forever on that. Sure, Earth, Wind, and Fire, one of the most iconic bands of all time what do you guys think is the secret sauce that makes earth wind and fire appeal to such a wide demographic in you know age group race whatever i mean everybody Mm. Mm -hmm. they are the ones that have been the glue for so many people, everybody loves Earth and Wind and Fire. Ain't nobody I've ever met who's gone. Oh, I don't like those dudes. <laughs> True. What is the secret sauce of that music? 
Man, I, I would think you, that credit would have to go vision, uh, yeah. correction, would have to go to Maurice mm. yeah. because he saw it before anybody else saw it. I mean, he was already, you know, uh, an icon in the studio and with Ramsey, he was already rich and famous yeah. already. Right. But he just saw this, like you said, you said it perfectly, He and that's how he described it. He's like, there's a whole lot of thing in there, yeah. you know, that I could right. just see that we could do it. We could just mix it all up. And um, he told Ramsey he got this vision and he got to start this band and they all thought he was crazy. Really? Oh yeah, he thought it was a mistake. You know, he left. His family was like, "What are you doing? You got it made." The in crowd, what are you doing? You know, right. and yeah, it's yeah. like, and they yeah. were killing. They were like playing arenas with sure. the trio, killing right. it. I gotta go do it. I see it. It's right here. Mm. So he just mixed it all together. And who knew? You know, like yeah. with the original nine, that as we call it, there was yeah. another version of that band. But you mm. know, when Al and Larry and those guys yeah. all oh. got together. Yeah. That's when yeah. it all popped. And then, you know, with him not really wanting to sing, which is crazy to yeah, me. He did. Yeah. The, was he playing uh, drums the whole time or what? Yeah, he okay. played on all those records, you yeah. know, and not really wanting to sing, but the lyrics, you know, and the melodies yeah. just spoke to everybody. And is the that all him? Real crazy. All his most writing? of it. Most of it. Mm-hmm. Most of it. It's not just love songs. It's love songs to the universe. Exactly. That's the whole thing. That's what it is. Love Love yourself. Love the world. You know, it's that kind of vibe, which is, that's universal. You know, it's not. We need all that right about now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think we're still living because it's like doing that, you know. Right. That positivity that always, on every single record Earth, Wind & Fire has ever put out has always been positive. Bro, when when I got, when he got to the vamp, and um, what's a, uh, not Love's Holiday, uh, Be Ever Wonderful. Mm. I took that personal. When he said, don't let the world change your mind, mm-hmm. I felt like he was talking to me. I was like, this little kid, okay, all right, I'm going to keep going. You know, it, it <laughs> ministered yeah. to me like that. Yeah. And um, there's, like you said, one of those songs for everybody yeah. in there somewhere. Right. And um, it's easy to play because you feel like there's a little bit of you, you know, yeah. you can be vulnerable with and, and go through the music that way. So for us, it's the same way. Yeah. You know, I yeah. feel like I'm watching Earth when it's fire. Like I'm playing fantasy right now. What the hell? Oh man! What? Yeah. I, I, it's I crazy. I oh. think you guys must be going pitching yourself. Oh, going, Joe. Yeah, I still I, cry on stage of course <laughs> because of yeah. like I can't believe this shit is happening. Like when this, I started singing real? and I started, I'm like I'm up here singing devotion with <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know what? Blow my mind. <laughs> we don't take it for granted. Yeah, no, we, yeah. No, yeah. not yeah. one no. second. You That's know. probably why you're 20 year vets. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think so. How is that chemistry? There's a lot of dudes on stage at the same time. Well, it sucks. Everybody fight every night on the bus. No, right. You'll pay me to be here, so that's the only thing. No, but I can feel. We're talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire being positive, though, but you three cats are positive. I mean, oh, yeah. I hadn't seen you in years, man. We were just yeah, like, man. we were long lost brothers. That's right. Because that's what but, it is. But that's what you do. You, I see you come into the room, and you're ministering to the people in the audience, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Through these songs and through that iconic band. What an honor it is, yeah. too, man. Yep. And, and, and I, I'm sure that the principals can. Feel that and know oh, that, and oh, they yeah. know that you have the, the respect for that music. For sure, Absolutely, man. For, yeah. sure. for sure, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Especially the guy with the long hair. 
Oh, Verdeen. Mr. Verdeen yeah. White. No, I was praying yeah. that he might actually Yo. make a little cameo today. Well, you know, he, he, I asked him. Trying. he had a thing. Yeah, he had a trying. thing that I, but yeah, he oh, would have. Yo, you talking about some amazing stories? Oh, I don't oh, know have to do, do a whole episode just oh, with him. Oh, yeah. yes, my yeah, God. You know what? what? Maybe we can hook that up. Right. We should do that. What's just that? Have that guy come in here and do a podcast for you, even if oh. it's via, via Zoom. Because, I mean, I've known this guy since I was like 20 years old, and he told me a story the other night I never heard. Oh, I it hear never that. stops. Well, this hook me guy up, is like, fellas. we're going <laughs> to do, do it. We'll make it happen. So he is, okay, I've met Ferdin a couple different times. We have many people in common, us and... Jason Chef and a bunch yeah, yeah. of other people. I am like a little scared kid going up. <laughs> you know how you are when you meet someone. Oh, yeah. Just like, hey, what's up? Going For up? Sure. You know, all over the place and, and very verdine. But I'm like, he was so cool with me. And, and meeting your idols can either be a really cool thing or disappointing thing. Tell me about you that. Know? And he did not disappoint no, me. He's great. Oh, yeah. great. That's yeah, awesome. Very consistently amazing person. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, man. How long are you out for? How long are you guys on the road? We finished this run. We go to Vegas on the 16th and we play a corporate on the 18th and then we go back out with Santana on the 16th. Santana? Uh, yeah. Of June. Yeah. And we're going to be out for a month. Home for a week, out for another month. Home for a week, out for another month. Then we're going to do two weeks. The last week of October at the Venetian and the first week of October it's, at the uh, Venetian. Itinerary oh, right there. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. memorized that thing. <laughs> I asked the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. It's amazing. So, yeah. fellas, we've been in this rat race for a really long time. Mm-hmm. What makes it exciting for you still? Why do you still want to do this? Uh, Serge, I'm going to start with you. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> I, I still feel, I don't know, man, I um, I love it. I still absolutely love and get, like, the biggest thrill in the world by yeah. listening to music, playing music, studying it, you know yeah. what I mean? Being a student for life with it is the best thing. Um, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I still get a kick out of it and... I really don't know what else I would be doing mm, because yeah, same here. I, I know that sounds so cliche. Everyone yeah. says it, but it's kind yeah. of true mm-hmm. that without it, it's kind. Of, I, and I definitely, I, I know we can maybe all relate. But these last two years, when we weren't able to do what we do, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was hard. Man, man. that was <laughs> that was like that made me really realize like yeah. I don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, so so and and like I said, and I'm being fortunate to yeah. be able to play with these guys and the whole Earth Wind and Fire thing. I mean, that's just yeah. the the mm-hmm. best thing that's ever happened to me musically, as far as you know, um, a band that I'd like to be in, and also yeah. work wise, you know, right. it's a fantastic mm-hmm. opportunity. But more so the music, man. I've been a fan of the band since I was a kid. Like right. we all have. So yeah. Yeah. I'm from Australia, and I'm playing. I mean, I just could you could never tell me that that would happen in a million years. You know what right. I mean? So. Um, I just think the, the just still the joy of it still yeah. makes me want to do it, you know. Yeah, same and you've got here. funk bands that you're doing stuff. I've got my own band, yeah, yeah Intergalactic. Tell me a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a thing mm. with my, yeah, my, yeah. With my, with my bestie um, Christian. We kind of moved over together, but yeah, we've been doing this thing for a few years now, and um, I've done a whole bunch of festivals. We're about to drop two new records this year. We recorded them um, at a place called Sonic Ranch out in Texas. Have you been there? Have you mm-hmm. Man, it's this great ranch. Self-sustained, you go there, you live there, you play music, record music all day long, they cook, 
they feed you, they you, you sleep then and you come back with albums or whatever you really? do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That sounds like a thing. So yeah, yeah. But, and we it's did it to cool. tape. And we did it to tape. So we really wanted to sort of really, Did you really? Yeah, we did the whole two records to tape, man. So wow. we really were like, let's play. Yeah. Let's play the whole way through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Anyway, so that's that's that'll be coming out later this year. Intergalactics. Um, How do we find it? Uh, you can find it on uh, 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 Instagram and Facebook. It's Intergalactics with an X, not a CS at okay. the end. And um, yeah, you'll be able to find us Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. Funkies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Of course. Oh Horn section and all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Killer. You got to hear it. Can't wait till it come out. Mo, what what keeps this fresh for you? Uh, Why are you still? I just love doing. I've been. I started off with my brothers since I was like you six years old. You have a musical family. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I, I I know. About grew that. up in Chicago. Had to yeah. call it O'Connor Brothers, and then Ike and Tina Turner grabbed them and produced the album on them. And uh, they were in L.A., but then it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know how this crazy this business. But yeah. everybody kind of stayed in music. But I just grew up around music all my life. Right. And that's like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Those guys, I grew up, me and Birding talk about the same studio we all grew up in in Chicago, <laughs> Paul Serrano Studio. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. We knew some of the, a lot of the same people, and, you know, my brothers know some of his brothers as well. Are you the youngest? I'm the youngest in my family, yeah. Me too. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Yeah, so that musical family thing, you know, just, and it's just playing music. I just love yeah. doing it, man. It's, being able to play with everybody. I, a lot of artists that I grew up listening mm. to was like, man, I'm on stage with these people. And, you know, I played with the, had, I had the opportunity to play with the Crusaders as well. And, wow. And playing Keep That Same on Phil. And I'm like, we in South Africa. Right. <laughs> right. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> coming down my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and you appreciate it too. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I can see it a mile away. What are you doing when you're not on the road with Earth, Wind, and Fire? Are you chilling? Uh, or are you making music? Writing, writing, writing music. And actually, me and John is working on a project. Yeah. That, oh, is that yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, we got to tell you about it. <laughs> Should we tell them about it not now? Not now. Oh, not now. Right, <laughs> that's that's yeah. part two of this podcast. Yeah, yes. you. Yeah, it's yeah. Some fun stuff. Yeah. John, why are you still doing this, man? Man, I have no idea. In fact, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You need a tech. Yeah, no. bro. <laughs> man, I, it's the same, you know, with these fellas. I, you know, with the COVID thing, it didn't really take that, but <laughs> it just really, you know, opened me opened me up to how amazing my life has been. My whole life is mm-hmm. like, man, you know, and it it chose us, you know, it all mm-hmm. chose us. But you know, when you're a kid, you don't really know that, you know, you just running around doing something that you want to do. And I and I realized maybe eleven or ten or so. It's like, I got to do this thing. You know, I'm at basketball practice, hearing all these basketballs bounce from here. Music. Either I'm a knucklehead, I'm not, I need my head examined, or I, I'm, these rhythms, I got to, you know, I got to go discover what this thing is going yeah, on in my head. Right. And to still be doing it, man, wow. Yeah. That make, that even intensifies it even more because, you know, if you were to tell me that, you know, at 10 years old that I would still be doing this at <laughs> years old. I'm going to check and see how old that is. Oh, man, it's really old, too. <laughs> it, man, and I'm, I'm having probably more fun now. Are you? Uh, yeah, man, because the discovery process never stopped mm. for me. You know, so really figuring out, oh, wow, I can, oh, there's possibilities with this and that and, you know, the whole rudimental thing, man. I was just doing what I heard. I'm an audio listener and had no idea you know, how easier, how much easier it would be to, you know, 
do it correctly. Oh, oh that. <laughs> so that thing oh, I just that. started, you know, a few years ago, and it is just, man, it's just opening me up. So, while, you know, while we were at home for that year, mm-hmm. you know, I was reconnecting um, uh, some stuff. I sound like originally I'm left-handed, which I wish that I had not have done this. Oh, you switched it up. Huh? Okay. They switched it up. My witchcraft, superstitious family. Left hands, you know, uh, you know all that crazy. <laughs> you know, so now, you know, just rediscovering what this hand can do over here with yeah. the whole drum set over here, you know. So, yeah, now, right. some fun stuff going on in my brain that I probably won't ever be able to use, but it's still fun to be able to have the facility, you know, right. to play Billie Jean. You know, yeah, have that stuff back there. It just feels different to me now. Yeah, so it's just so much. Still discovering stuff. Yeah, Yeah, so much fun, man. But these guys, so you know, playing with these guys too. We can't, you know, I can't even overstate it enough, man. What a pleasure is because you know we play with some knuckleheads. Yeah, Yeah. have some guys in the band that you you enjoy playing with, but as soon as the beat down, I'm out of here. I got because I don't know what's gonna happen when this guy (laughs) starts talking. You know, yeah. so you know, but these we just have so much fun yeah. together, man. Laughing on stage, that like just that. intensifies. I can't wait till sound check tomorrow. Man. Right? Oh man! <laughs> so, yeah, and you're man. playing a gig tomorrow in Minneapolis. Are we playing tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow oh, we're no. playing <laughs> at <laughs> Mystic Lake. <laughs> Mystic Lake Casino. Yes, yeah. I will be there. Come on, cheering you all on. You got yeah. to be. Thank you for that. I mean, you got you know. to be. You got to be. Yep. <laughs> Tell us, I can't thank you enough for spending an hour with me and no. telling. Uh, you know, talking about your careers and your life with this iconic, incredible super band man, that you on, have the man. pleasure of playing with. And it's fun to be able to call you friends and not, you that's know, I'm right. proud of you all the time when I see you yeah. up there and when I'm watching oh. you online, I'm like, that's my boy. That's right. That's right. It's just, you know, how you, you, you do that with your friends. For sure. Right? It's like, oh, yeah. man, you deserve that. Good for, sure. for you, man. I'm glad you're still yeah. out there doing it. So thanks for taking the time to shed a little light on what it's like to be in this band and uh, I know my listeners will love this podcast but wait a minute we gotta ask you some questions no you don't we're done yeah. no I don't just what you one. got what? can we ask you just one you can have one question how did you get so funky <laughs> because Lord. it's cold okay it's cold. okay because I'm cold because the funk it. will keep you warm I'll take that man no isn't At that night. funny Ooh, the funk is, it is the funk is a funny thing, man, because it you can't it's hard to teach it and it's hard to absorb it if it doesn't pre exist yeah. inside you. It's gotta Very be true. there, right? It's gotta so, kinda yes, be there. Sir. It can be it can be encouraged and, yeah. and, sure. and, and molded yeah. and, and things yeah. like that. But if it's not already existing yeah. inside yeah. you, it's a hard genre to just be true to. Yeah, you can't Ooh, study it. You can't, you can't study it. You yeah. can't, I mean, you can't, you know, you can study it, but you can't that was a clinic learn right the there. mechanics of it because yeah, it's, it's there. You just, either you have it or you don't. You know? And I got to credit my family mm. for mm. encouraging that. Our musical family, youngest, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Prince and, oh, yeah. and everybody after that. Yeah, yeah. In different ways and styles and. And whether it be rock and roll, I still find the funk and the rock. Absolutely. They are oh, a yeah. perfect marriage. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know, no question. Whether it's yeah. classic rock or if it's mm-hmm. uh, funk rock or whatever, it, it all it all has a place mm-hmm. in that genre. Yeah, Bebop oh, has, has its pocket, oh, yeah. yeah. It all oh, has yeah. it. So yeah. it just needs to be loved and encouraged and, yeah. Yeah, and, and brought out. 
We got to do. We that. can do that for. Let's do it. Yep. We can do down. that on Funk Friday in about five minutes. Let's That's go. It. Let's just let's get rid of this episode. Let's get, let's get to play some music. <laughs> this is St. Paul. This is episode fifty-seven. Thank of you, Music Pete. on the Appreciate Run. Thank you, sir. Members of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Thank what, you, what, what a blast oh, to have you. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna reach it over. Thank you, Paul. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next month. Music on the Run was hosted by yours truly, St. Paul Peterson. Edited and produced by my buddy David Razo. Video editing by Emily Turner. And a very special thanks to the people who financially support this podcast. And remember, it's all about positivity.